The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. My niece was murdered. The year before that, my older sister was murdered. The year before that, my other older sister died in the RCMP station of Muscogee's. And the year before that, my husband's younger brother, who we raised as our own son, had committed suicide. And suicide runs rampant in our communities. But why wouldn't it? When we don't belong in our own country, why wouldn't it? That was Indigenous leader Catherine Swampy speaking last night at Be the Change Digital Rally, which was on Facebook. Uh, about 2,000, 2,500 people at any given time over those two hours watching that uh, online rally. And we know that there was another one planned for this Friday, 6.30, the legislature grounds. Uh, and of course, it comes after a weekend of pain and unrest across the U.S., Um, And now we're hearing leaders in Alberta and across Canada speaking out against racism. Advocates saying that the the words from leaders are appreciated, but that more action needs to be taken. Nigel Williams is with the National Black Coalition of Canada, Edmonton, and the Director of Community Engagement with Melanistic Magazine. He joins us this afternoon. Nigel, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? I am good, and thank you for taking the time to join me this afternoon. I really appreciate it. Fantastic. It's my pleasure to be here. I want to start um, with a couple of things, and and this is the question that I have started off with over the past few days while we have been talking about what is happening. I I want you um, to take a look at, at, at what is happening in the states what is happening in canada what canada what you're seeing and and and, and kind of tell us what you're seeing and, and how you're feeling right now oh uh, my thoughts are um to bring it at the base of it i am very angry at just how things are right now and 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 it, it drums up feelings of of fear and anger and hurt um, even from a Canadian point of view, even as an Edmontonian myself, uh, born and raised in Edmonton, um, I feel very connected to what is going on in the States because it's happening right here in my city. Nigel, um, it's been said that fear is the root of racism. Would you agree with that? 100%. Uh, a lot of us fear what we don't know or what we don't know about. So what we're seeing in the media is we're seeing a young black uh, male or female being misunderstood or misjudged and then being uh, the police being called on that person and then that person being killed or vigilante justice as with Ahmed Aubrey. I have people texting me this afternoon, Nigel, um, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to go back to my Twitter page uh, right here hold on a second uh we were talking about the rally on 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 friday and it says you realize you're encouraging these people to come out on friday and will cause a riot in our city how effing stupid are you why the f are you encouraging this Mm. yeah yeah a lot of people don't understand uh peaceful protests Hello? And well, I think, and yeah, no, I'm mm-hmm. listening to you. And I think this is part of the problem, Nigel, is because what we're seeing on 
on television often, um, whether it's on CNN, whether it's on Fox, whatever it is, is that we are oftentimes seeing the violent protests and we are not seeing all of the peaceful protests that are in fact happening across this country, across the United States and, and around the world. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I suspect that um, every effort is going to be made to make sure that this uh, protest on Friday is a peaceful one. That's the aim. 100%. So um, even though I'm not the leader of these rallies, I do support the rallies that go out to um, bring awareness to, um, you know, black um, culture and uh, your neighbors who are black and to what is going on with racism in this city. So the, the rally that happened will be or, or that's happening will be something that we are protesting we are we are making demands that we need our fellow Edmontonians our fellow Canadians our fellow Albertans to take a stand with us and say hey this is this is not right we're not going to stand for it in our own homes we're not going to stand for it anywhere else it's not a place where we want to burn things down no we don't want to go and burn things down but the feeling of wanting to do that is still there because we're very angry but we want everybody to know there are people supporting each other here in alberta there are black people out there we have lives our lives are valuable they aren't disposable and so we need people to understand that so the rally that happened last night which was be the change also had another rally that happened at city hall at the same time that was an actual rally where people joined up they knelt down they they uh they protested peacefully there were no police uh called on that one it was very peaceful and that happened last night at the same time as be the be the change rally Nigel, you have have said that racism tends to be more subtle in Alberta uh, with comments between friends or things like black people being denied for loans or or bank uh, bank accounts despite being qualified. Uh, It's harder to call out, but we've also seen some overt instances of it as well. Like, let's not let's not joke here. But can, can you talk to that a little bit about the about the fact that you say that it tends to be a little bit more subtle here? 100%. I can talk about it because a lot of people know of people like Don Cherry, the incident that happened just just a few months ago, just before COVID. We we can talk about how things have have spawned in our own prime minister or or even people that are around that that we notice that these things certainly crop up. Uh, what we what we find in our homes and in our workplaces and on our jobs and and just on the street is that people will say something and they kind of nudge you and they, they kind of say it privately. You chuckle and you laugh with them, but nobody stands up and says, this is wrong. This is not what we're going for. We, we do not stand for this. This is not right. Um, we tend to take these things like that uncle that you know gets drunk maybe at christmas time and says a bunch of things or that time when you stubbed your toe and then you said a racial slur those things happen all the time in this city i've seen it at my workplace i've seen it on in my neighborhood i i have been pulled over in this city driving my car with a valid license 13 times in 15 years just for routine stops so if we're gonna we're gonna be honest with each other we have to realize number one 
racism is a thing here. It is systemic, and it is a thing in Canada. Nigel, uh, again, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on uh, the response uh, to this conversation on uh, my text line and a number of people uh, challenging you on yeah. uh, the this, this statement saying that fear is the root of racism. They're like, no, the root of racism is ignorance, not fear. Ignorance creates the fear, which leads to exclusion, marginalization, and as we are seeing, violence. What do you say to that? I, I, I can agree with that. Ignorance is okay. also a big part of it. I, I'm not saying that fear is the only reason that we have yep. racism. Ignorance is a huge part of, of, of racism. If you don't know your neighbor, you don't know how your neighbor makes their money. You don't know how they do that. Some people take ignorance and assume what's happening. Also, if I'm on an LRT, which has happened to me in this city, I've walked on the LRT. I've had many people of all races and colors grab their purse, clutch their purse like I'm going to rob them. Like I'm that scary person that's going to come out and rob you of your things. So let's not be deluded. It is an actual thing that is happening. It has to do with both fear and ignorance. It's both. Nigel, um, the leaders uh, in this province uh, across the country are, are speaking out here at home. Premier Kenny saying that he denounces racism in any form and police brutality anywhere it occurs. Um, goes on to say we always need to strive to do better in insurance, uh, ensuring equality of all before the law. Uh, the opposition leader, Rachel Notley, saying we must do more than just condemn racism. We must actively fight it. And the mayor saying, I think it's just important for Edmontonians to know that their city council and their leaders feel that pain as well and need to hear that pain and be reminded of it in these situations and recommit to our work to end racism. Uh, The mayor saying he would be speaking at the next Edmonton Police Commission meeting about what can be done to further that work. What needs to be done? to to make those changes um, that these leaders are alluding to? Um, Well, the leaders have to definitely, uh, that's a good start to to meet and to talk about the different things and look at the different sectors of government, the the different sectors of finance, uh, the school board, and look at how change can be um, um, brought, brought about. Um, in these different places. The problem comes in is a a lot of our leaders are like, oh, we're doing the best we can and there's not much we can do, but there is a lot they can do. First of all, they can look at how much policing they do in public events. So we have a lot of public events that happen. Uh, Carrie West is predominantly black. Maybe it it is being over-policed. Last time they had rifles, guns, uh, riot, riot gear at the last care west and it was very peaceful there was no fighting there's no nothing happened uh nothing going on so bringing to the table actual statements witness statements uh going on change.org uh signing the petition that says i will be the change i will be the difference i will be the solution going on there and then talking to the community talking to the actual black people the actual people of color that live in your city in your jurisdiction your mla coming out and saying how have you been affected you will notice that many black people some of the people that are texting now know of black people and if they were to ask those black people they'll realize that 
almost 100% of them have been affected by racism in this city. So as as a government official, the, the, the ones that you mentioned, mm-hmm. they need to come out. They need to come out, have a meeting, have a town hall, invite the leaders from different organizations, including um, the people that are in the school board system, that work in the school board, and find out the statements that are happening and see where the problem is so they can fix that problem at its source. Nigel, we have a we have a prime minister who um, admitted to wearing blackface and brownface on a number of different occasions. He has apologized, saying that he is learning from his the mistakes of his past. Um, when you have a prime minister who's admitted to doing those things, um, yet continues to say we need to you know move forward, do you believe him? Do you do you trust him? I believe in the government that we have right now. I, um, whether um, I trust him that he's going to change, it's, it's, you know, trust is earned. So we saw this and got exposed via social media. It's not like he came out and said, hey, I did nope. this before. I just want to let you guys know and I'm changing. It's something that we found out through social media. Somebody leaked it. We found all the information. Right now, through the system that we're dealing with, He's got to deal with all Canadians. He's got to deal with all forms of racism. And me, I, I'm a person who's anti-racist. I, I, I do not condone it at any point. He's also saying the same things I'm saying. So what I'm saying in this broadcast right now is that I'm hoping and watching and giving him the benefit, benefit of the doubt that he is going to show us and earn our trust as Edmontonians, as Canadians. As we continue the conversation about uh, what is happening south of the border and right here at home, and in fact, right around the world, joined this afternoon by Nigel Williams, who is with the National Black Coalition of Canada, Edmonton, the Director of Community Engagement with Melanistic Magazine. Uh, Nigel, I have a text here, and and uh, someone wanted to ask you a question. It says, can you ask Nigel, what do we say to people when they want to gloss over racism by focusing on the looting and violence? against police. I'm a counselor and I try to speak up and support change. What do I say? And, and wait, let's be real. I mean, people have died, you know, not only George Floyd, but nine other people have died in what's happened, including a retired a police sheriff, a, a, a black man, a retired 77-year-old man. How do you answer mm-hmm. that question? Well, the, the, it, it is in this current day and age, it is going to be hard to answer that question yeah. um, for people. It's going to be hard for people to to look at um, what is happening and realize, okay, in order for these people in the state, it, the people that are in the in the United States, for them to make a change, they had to do a protest. The protest started peaceful, and then people have been getting killed. So I've noticed that people want to talk about it. They want to stop people from doing it, but people always are making excuses for other other things. Well, look what happened here and look what happened there. Racism has been happening here in Edmonton and in the States for hundreds of mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Now, I do not condone violence. I do not condone anybody hurting another individual. We are human beings. Over all things, so it doesn't matter what color your skin is, we are all human beings. 
So no, the police officers should not have been killed. They have families. The other people should not have been killed. And neither should have the black people that have been um, ridiculed, killed. Some have even been tortured. There's been lots of things that have been happening to black people over the years. So to come up with a statement, one does not equate to the other. So you don't look at what's happening as racism and then the retaliation of such. You look at the problem, which is the racism. If you stop the racism, you stop everything. So you, you make open comp, uh, conversations, have these conversations. Like me right now, I'm accepting all conversations about this because these things need to be talked about in an open forum. And, and Nigel, I, I thank you for talking with me in in this forum that I have on this and uh, understanding that um, some of the questions are, are difficult to answer, um, but I, I, I really appreciate it. One more for you. We know that history has shown <laughs> us that tragic, horrific events can often galvanize people. Uh, depending on you know media, police, military politics, the support that is seen, it may or may not turn into an uprising, into change, into meaningful, real change. Mm-hmm. What do you think is about to happen? What I think is about to happen is this. I feel like because this, this is happening and people are opening their eyes around the world. And I've said this on many, many times and many occasions is that black people are, we have different types of culture. We have different things and um, all cultures, all other races love black culture. They love mm-hmm. the music. They love the people. They love um, the food. The food. <laughs> they love the food. They love our, our fashion. They love yep. this. They love our celebrities. But what they don't like is black people themselves. So when black people come into a mix, it, it stirs up different things unless, unless they can um, assess that these black people are safe. If they don't feel that these black people are safe, they could be a, a 13-year-old boy with a, with, a, with a toy gun in Walmart who got shot, or it could be anybody. What we're finding out is that around the world, even though they're accepting of us, uh, our culture, they're not accepting of us. And so what has to happen now as a culture, as, as, as a whole, we have to look into ourselves and be like, okay, this is what's going to happen now. We are going to change in our house. What I look at right now with these protests, with these riots, it's going to go, if something is not done, it will get worse before it gets better. But I believe that by awakening the society, awakening our city, our province, our country, we are able to make the changes. And I think if we don't take advantage of this, both black, white, rich, poor, it doesn't matter. If we don't take advantage of this situation that we're in right now, then things will keep on going and it will get worse for all of us. Nigel, a powerful conversation and an important conversation, and I thank you for having it with me this afternoon. Thank you.